Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Subtle Storm, where we talk about metaphysics, philosophy, psychology, all the things that engulf the storm that is our human experience and our existence. And, uh, today, be a little bit more vulnerable with you guys. I really enjoy moments where I can step on here and give my genuine experience and embrace my own personal humanity and remind you guys and some if you didn't know already that I am human going through human things and I don't always have it all figured out and that is okay too that is part of living and being and breathing as a human being is not having it all figured it out and learning and just being open and receptive to the lessons that life hands to us through challenging obstacles or through physical sensations which is kind of what we're going to be talking about today and fair warning this will engulf a lot of um not too much but experiences that I've been having recently so if you're not into that tune off maybe find another episode that may fit you better so but I appreciate you if you are here and even if you're not I still have love for you and appreciate you for tuning in in general and for just existing I applaud you for existing on this planet and going through the daily motions of life and experiences. <sighs> On that note, recently I have um, connected a different experience within my body, and I know that in recent year, recent years. I mean, I have had the podcast for a year. We're coming up on that year anniversary, everybody. <laughs> but um, in recent podcasts. I believe I did talk about my chronic pain and how it can be challenging to to live alongside that and also how much of our mental plays a big role within those experiences alongside everything <laughs> that we experience but yeah within our within our daily experiences all of that plays a role our mental plays a big role and also the things that we intake in our mental play a big role and we're going to get into all of that I think a lot of the times um we are more patient with our bodies than we are with our minds. And I think we tend to want things to heal quickly and to to move fast and to, you know, to understand and to have a clairvoyance when it comes to things that we're experiencing mentally. And I think more times when, you know, when you think about a broken leg, you don't expect your leg to be fixed immediately or to heal immediately. It might cause you some frustration. And we're going to kind of talk about that frustration. What does that feel like? What does it feel like when we want our body to have a rushed heal healing process when we are experiencing challenging sensations in the body how do we control those sensations or our perspectives on it within our mind and how do we feel better in it how do we feel safer in our bodies and this is kind of just a conversational episode let me add here as well so yeah um my experience within this recently is i have had two injuries happen in the past couple weeks one was a shit injury another was um potential joint inflammation um which is causing extreme pain and discomfort and 
alongside that, when I have um, new pain arise, all of my pre-existing chronic pain that I tend to dissociate from comes up and is a little bit more intense. And then alongside that, taking antibiotics, my body is not used to um, taking any type of medication. And then alongside the after effects of withdrawing from the medication and the changes that my body is going through in regards to that. And within that, I've personally noticed this um, this eagerness and this drive to just fix it, for it all to be better, for it all to kind of go away, or this just deep frustration in the fact that my body is experiencing these things and that it doesn't feel clean, it doesn't feel normal or healthy or happy with me. And alongside that, not being able to move my body, you know, just adding back on to that, not being able to move my body makes um, the mental aspect of it a little bit more frustrating. And so I kind of haven't felt very safe in my body. And I wonder to what extent a lot of people feel this in things like, you know, in, um, eating disorders. And, you know, I've definitely felt that with eating disorders as well. I used to um, have a couple issues within that in previous years, which I believe I've touched on as well. And of course, we learn from those things and they're all beautiful experiences in, you know, hindsight. But when you're going through it in the moment, it feels like there's this frustration in some aspects for your body to be somewhere that it's not. And I think, again, we we often equate this within the mind. And how can we really step into the safety that we feel in our body, even when it's going through its own processes? You know, we can turn it into this gratitude for having a body, having a body that's giving us these experiences that, you know, we um, are connected enough with to understand its signals, to tune in, to give us, a, a you know, a tool to tune in with our body, a way that we can show up for ourselves and that's direct, you know, take, maybe it's a force taking that time to rest. Maybe, you know, you need a time from off from work to rest and, and your body is physically happening like this so that you can do that or lots of things in regards to that. And I think this again goes to show that th- same concept within mental mentality. If you're expecting yourself to just work through it and for it to be done, what I observed in myself and I'm sure um, can be translated in other forms, is that our body really reflects how we show up for ourselves mentally and subconsciously. And I noticed that same pattern for me happening of where I want to be able to figure things out in order to fix them. And I want to be able to move through it and work through it and for it to be over with, kind of how I treat my mind in some instances where, of course, I recognize there's a softness and lovingness that I'm able to remind myself to offer to myself. But witness that translating into my body. And, huh, what an interesting acknowledgement that is to make. And when it comes to mentally, that never lasts very long because I can quickly recognize that and allow myself to feel what's happening. And that is exactly what I did bodily-wise, reflecting on how it feels, how it's making me feel, where it's translating to, and just allowing myself to sit with that. Um, it can be really hard to do that physically. I think a lot of the times we want to dissociate from things physically because we don't want to feel the pain. That's why we develop coping mechanisms too, like 
um, the secondary emotion concept of when you, let's say you stub your toe and you start laughing hysterically. That is the secondary emotion coming up as a coping mechanism to prevent you from feeling the internals of your actual subconscious processing and or anger or whatever whatever else may be coming up behind that or you know to not even just the subconscious emotions but the the pain to distract you from the pain um to bring you to a different state of of mind and we can't we have the control of our mind to be able to choose when that happens but at the same time it's still going to happen it's still subconscious processings we have to be aware of before we can change that but even going in from this concept of you know the mind translating into the body and vice versa, it also goes into how we act towards our body from our mind. So the food that we choose to eat, the music that we choose to listen to, and the way that we treat our body, the clothes that we wear, you know, the clothes translate into how comfortable we feel in our body and how expressive we want to be and how open we are to receiving. And the food represents, you know, how much we want to nourish ourselves and and how much we, you know, we care about ourselves to, to live in, in good health. Um, same thing goes for music. Our subconscious is constantly listening. Um, and it listens to the conversations we have, that how we treat ourselves and the frequencies that we interact with. And that all gets in place in our mind. Um, it's another, you know, level of self-love, be able to, to show up for yourself and putting the music on that feels good, surrounding yourself with good people, eating the food that feels right. But we also have to think about the attachment that we have towards those things. Um, you know, when those things are taken away, how do we handle those? What are we feeling? What what did that serve us to begin with, aside from us just feeling good? And even within us not feeling good, how bad does it feel to not feel good? How can we feel good again, even within feeling bad? <sighs> it's a lot. I think a lot of us don't think about these things, or at least when it comes to food or not food (laughs) when it comes to you know physical discomfort we I feel like it's so common to people just to to write it off or to feel it in that split second and then forget it exists or you see like the people milking it (laughs) and that is really just to to get their other needs met and I think a lot of the times physical um, ailments translate to needs and the same thing goes towards, you know, recognizing that in some way, the physical pain and discomfort that we feel has a direct link to our emotions, um, you know, showing up in different parts of our body that relate to our emotional baseline and our emotional levels or things that haven't been released in us in years. And that's a whole other concept that I will definitely get into, but there's a lot of research in regards to that that I can't just conversate on presently. But all of those things and all of those acknowledgements make our body a safer space. And I've definitely talked about eating disorders and things like that before, but it all kind of translates to how our mind treats the body. You're not going to feel like your body's a safe space if your mind isn't a safe space and if your mind doesn't treat your body as a safe space. So we kind of have to show up for ourselves mentally in order to show up for ourselves physically. You know, you think about people who, um, I don't want a trigger warning, who have um, bulimia, per se. Their need is to feel worthy and accepted by themselves. 
in some ways. But how can they get that need met if they're not allowing themselves to, or how can they allow themselves to feel comfortable in their own body if they can't, you know, address the need and the lack of the need that's happening within that? And of course, you know, not knocking anybody with that experience, but it can be hard to even address that without addressing the fact that there is a need that's being unmet. And um, there's a subconscious processing that's making that really painful. And you can't, you know, love your body until you love your mind. And until you love your subconscious and all the aspects that make you you that don't actually feel good, but can still allow you to feel like a safe space in your body and your home. And that is why I say your body is your mind. It is a direct reflection. And, you know, I think we just talked about mirrors last week. The way that, um, you know, <laughs> we directly reflect our inner worlds to other people and outwardly and back towards us. Our bodies are the direct mirrors for other people to see inside of us in some ways. How do we act with our body? Do we treat it well? How do we feel about it? How do we use it with another person? All those things translate to our perceptions of the mind. In some ways, and I could be wrong, and I absolutely invite you to conversate with me. I love, let me also mention, I love when people reach out to me to talk a little bit more deeply on the concepts that I bring up in the podcast. And I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to email me. Everything is all linked in the bio or in the show notes, I should say. But yeah, back to that. When we're dealing with physical ailments, there's so much love you have to have your, have for yourself in order to have that patience and healing not, and not demonize our bodies for having normal processes. And even when, you know, even in like anorexia or again, I'm going to use eating disorders, you know, our bodies is, is going to get smaller. Your body's going to get smaller. That's its reaction towards your mental. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Same with trigger warning, cutting, you know, that's your body's reaction. It's going to try and help you and heal for you. Or, but it's going to scar because that's the way that your brain is processing in a, in a symbolic sense. <sighs> Let me also preface that I'm definitely in a mind fog from taking antibiotics. So that is why this is a more conversational podcast because I'm definitely a little bit all over the place. And I am saying that to take more ease with myself because I've definitely noticed a couple times throughout this that I don't find a flow right now and I'm not finding these topics easy to come across and to come up or to um, navigate through in some ways or to communicate the navigation through it. There's a lot more that I want to say um, but I'm allowing myself patience within that because I know that there are physical things happening in my body that are not suitable for me in this process right now and that is part of the acknowledgement and healing within your mind alongside with your body that's really the premise here is how to heal your mind while also healing the body in some senses but yeah and I appreciate you just listening to that <laughs> bodies are beautiful they're amazing and they do a lot for us and they're 
big signals. I think also, you know, our feelings that we feel mentally, harsh, they show up in our body first. How attuned are you? And I invite you to ask yourself this question. How attuned are you to the processes that are happening to your body? I remember there were certain points where I would like recognize that something was happening in my body like a week later or even when I get my period for example sorry to the men but not sorry because this is a normal human process um I would never notice the PMS symptoms before until I I would like slightly notice them but I've never acknowledged them because they were just happening and I wasn't paying close enough attention but we can always strengthen and deepen that bond with our bodies, thus with our mind or vice versa, by paying closer attention, by acknowledging those things and also acknowledging how we're dealing with them as a translation from our mind or a signal of our body to our mind um, and how to be more patient with ourselves. It is an invitation on how to be patient with ourselves and how to be loving to ourselves. If your body is going through this, oh, give some break and love on your mind. Or vice versa. Your mind's going through this. Give yourself a hug. Go do something that might feel good physically. And it's just this beautiful play in there that happens that if you allow yourself to recognize that and fall deep within, it just feels so good. Um, Yeah. I appreciate you tuning in this week for this little conversational piece. Next week, get a little meditation to sink a little bit more deeper within these thoughts, these feelings, our body, all those sensations. Um, I honor you for showing up and for just listening today. It was a different type of episode. And if you stayed in and you stayed tuned, I love you and I appreciate you. And I hope that you have the best day, night, whatever it is. Namaste.